Hi, Maddie. Hi, Hal. Did you watch anything gay lately? <sighs> well, not really. But I did watch a high school musical, a movie about two teenagers meet in a ski lodge on New Year's Eve and sing karaoke, having an experience that neither of them have ever done before and which is only capable because they're outside uh, the usual hegemonic society that they inhabit. After, when they return to the norm, they find themselves pressured to make choices that they don't want to make because they just want to sing together. Okay, but that's gay. everybody welcome to okay but is it gay season three okay but that was gay where we do queer readings of movies that are not gay on purpose except for that one character and high school musical specifically is not gay on purpose it was gayer and then the studio was like oh no (laughs) ryan kelsey (laughs) mostly they freaked out about ryan to be honest yes but kelsey also got like straightened in tandem as you've probably figured out, this is part one of our High School Musical special. Uh, we're going to be talking about the first two movies, because the third one's not good. Hot take. This week we're joined by our good friend Maddie, who you might remember from last season's episode on Snapshots. Give it up for Mads, everybody. Woo. Hello. We're talking about another <laughs> seminal childhood classic this week. I like how that implies that Snapshots is a seminal childhood classic. No. <laughs> No, they met no, with it, Shrek. Implies, yeah, what it implies is that this comes right after Shrek. Okay. <laughs> Snapshots is a lot of things, but a classic <laughs> is not. It's too young mm. to be a classic. Shrek can drink. That movie oh, is barely out of kindergarten. Can High School Musical drink yet? Can High School Musical drink? 2005, right? Mm. 2006. 2006. So. I don't think high school musical can drink then wait yes it, it can't have to drink until 2027 right right wait it's only wait. 16 oh shit it can drive though yes high school musical can drive high school musical cannot drink or vote oh that sucks can only operate motor vehicles well do we want mm. high school musical to vote though yes yeah mm. definitely mm. in the independent republic mm. of new mexico yes <laughs> How are they importing turkey from Maine if if New Mexico has no, not No, you're succeeded? right. You're right. I didn't contradict you. <laughs> anyway, God, we're getting off track point. already. No, yes. we're not off track at all. Yes, we all no, are. We have really to talk important. about the first movie before we talk about the second movie. That's how math works. Okay. We are here to talk about High School Musical and High School Musical 2. We're going to do queer readings of them. I think that Troy Bolton is non-binary. Which is such an mm. interesting take, and I need to hear more about it immediately, actually. Before we jump in, not too many trigger warnings for this episode. We are going to talk about compulsory heterosexuality and homophobia and probably transphobia. 
And Troy Bolton's shitty dad. (laughs) Yeah. And and the bad dad. I want you to be happy as long as you're in the box type parenting. Mm. Yeah, we talked before the episode started about whether or not we were going to do our usual, like, beat for beat plot recounting thing. We tried not to do that during Shrek, and then I fell back on it real hard. But... (laughs) This time, we're going to try our best to not just tell you what happens in High School Musical, because I assume that you know. I hope that you know. If not, (laughs) what are you doing? (laughs) I only have six pages of notes for both movies combined. Holy shit. Yeah. I have so much self-control. I was thinking that's that's a lot of notes, but okay. No, you're right. I only have six notes, six pages of notes (laughs) for a movie. (laughs) Wow. Hal is prepared and studious. Yeah, I took no notes. Maddie is an enabler. That's true. My note is literally Troy Bolton trans question mark. Yeah, can we like talk more about that quickly? I think that Troy Bolton is non-binary. Which is fascinating. Why do you think that? Okay, first of all, this is a movie about binaries. This is a movie about... A very stratified society in which it is only acceptable to be in the little box that society places you in. And sometimes you get in the box yourself. Sometimes you enjoy the box. The box is fine. Like, Kelsey Mm -hmm. has no problem with just being in her little musical theater box. That is where she is thriving. But the Mm -hmm. second you think about trying a different box or, like merging two boxes together, heaven forbid, everyone sings an entire song about how you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I do want to point out that Kelsey is not like a hundred percent thriving in her box. True, and I think that the reason for that is is that like her thing is with like Sharpay uh-huh. and Sharpay putting like the amount of pressure on Kelsey that she does in being like this box needs to be something that like. I completely own and dominate. Mm-hmm. And I think that there is a connection there between like my entire identity must be the box because I can't step out and comp het is like tangled in there mm-hmm. with I think Sharpay's like I am trying too hard to be the queen of this musical theater thing. And as a result, anybody else in the box has to get pushed down because the box is like a bad little binary pressure system Mm -hmm. or like the binary is causing an undue amount of pressure within the box. So no one who does naturally actually like being in the box, like Kelsey is able to be in the box comfortably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's just a really longer version of what Hal said. No, I think that you (laughs) added nuance to the thing that I said, which is what the podcast is about. Thanks, Hal. Also, <laughs> Kelsey Sharpay, college AU, when? Sharpay has to go to therapy first. That's why it's in college. You ship Sharpay with Kelsey and not Gabriella. Sharpay? I think Sharpay can be shipped with multiple people. That's true. I was just. Sharpay is okay. absolutely in love with Gabriella. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Doing that like unrealized queer girl thing of displacing your affections into rivalry yeah Mm -hmm. and kelsey she just kind of steps on and it's not like you're missing that 
to me, you're missing that like tension that is inherent in a unrealized crush. Mm -hmm. But like when Kelsey stands up to Sharpay at the end of the of the the movie, like I don't know, I I just I feel like there's something there. <laughs> I feel like there's something with Sharpay who like goes to therapy for a while or like takes two years and like goes to a community college to get her credits and like spends a lot of time with uh the free college counseling service then transfers to um insert generic big theater school here to find that kelsey is popular and beloved for her compositions and is like oh no oh no Look at her sexy lesbian hat. Oh, no. <laughs> and doesn't know how to negotiate the dynamic now. Mm -hmm. Okay, but Sharpay doesn't deserve Kelsey. This is what I'm this saying. After she goes to therapy. I still don't think so. Post she deserves Gabriella. <laughs> but she does not deserve Kelsey. Gabriella. Wait, hot take. Autumn, say more. I don't like Gabriella that much. Um, mm. I don't. I'm trying to like think of she a concrete straight. reason why. <laughs> Gabriella is his hat representation. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I I mean <laughs> But I don't think but Gabriella is trapped in like the same yeah. binary that why she isn't needs Taylor to break free straight of the representations. Troy Wait a minute, we're forgetting about Taylor. Taylor is no Taylor is negative straight representation. Okay. Gabriella is positive. <laughs> I, I think know. that we need to address both why is like if if Troy's whole plot is about like okay uh comp cishet bad I can do both but Gabriella is literally Troy's partner on the exact same journey yeah. of being like I'm a math geek I don't this is the thing that I'm supposed to do like the metaphor applies to her equally this is she true. should also be not like cishet like by the standard that we're applying i think we just don't see it as much because as far as we know she has like a supporting mom mm -hmm. she's also less developed yeah but she's also the girl and she's a love interest in a decom right that's why she's less developed <laughs> <laughs> but mm -hmm. yeah i don't know Sometimes she felt less, um, sometimes she just kind of felt similarly, uh, focused only on herself in the way that Sharpay is, which is mm -hmm. why I think they would work together. <laughs> well, she's in this place, she's in this place where she's trying to figure out, like, who she is. She just wants to exist, and everyone is trying to pick her up and put her in different boxes, and mm. she doesn't want to be in the box that she's always been in. Like, mm -hmm. but also she's interested in this musical theater thing, but also she wants to spend time with Troy. Like, she is trapped in this, like, system that's trying to put her places and she just wants to exist. And because she's not being allowed to just exist as a person, then she has to make these decisions that seem selfish or seem self-motivated because no one else is Gabriella motivated except Troy. Mm hmm She's the only person on her side. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because, like, she doesn't have, like, Troy has, like, Chad, mm -hmm. who is sometimes being, like, 
bad, yes. but also is like <laughs> his supportive best man and hype man. Yeah. And like Taylor, I don't think actually fulfills that role for Gabrielle because they are like just meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, and her mom again is like largely off screen. Yeah. Like, whereas like Troy's family gets highlighted more. Unfortunately. Like, and so we don't see anyone. Yeah. Like, exactly like Hal said. Mm-hmm. And I think also that, like, that works really well because, like, Troy is already entrenched in this system, whereas Gabrielle is, like, a new element that's able to destabilize it because she, partially because she's, like, advocating for herself and being like, maybe things can be different, actually, mm-hmm. because that's healthy for me. And that's good. Whereas Troy knows how to play this system like a piano. Like, he has that, like, little science club hideaway that he goes to hide from his his sports friends in. And then, like, during the whole intervention thing, he, like, knows exactly what to say to get them to leave him alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has that, like, Ocean's Eleven, like, uh, sequence (laughs) through the school where he's trying to lose Chad and his dad on the way to auditions. He knows... He understands very deeply the system in which he is operating, and he knows how to manipulate yes. it for his own gain. Mm-hmm. Whereas Gabriella has never had time to learn the system because she's never been in a place long enough for it to matter. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And also, Troy is in that very unique position of, like, being, like not just knowing how to play the system, but being one of the things that pushes the system forward. Mm -hmm. Like, Troy is, like, the captain of the basketball team. Like, he is kind of the face of the system, like, literally as, like, a massive larger-than-life poster on the wall of the school. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's, like, an interesting sort of being victimized by this while also propping it up because there's no other way to operate. Mm-hmm. High school sucks. Yes. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I do love in a high school musical watching it and being like, this is so not, like, aggressively not real high school. Like, when are they in class? But also <laughs> I understand how, like, high school students and students entering high school would be like, oh my god, I want high school to be, like, Troy Bolton's, like, weird little silly walk through, like, shop class and, like, garden on the roof and all that. Like, I think it's a really good example of not realistic in any way, but also But the vibe is there. Yeah. This is what it feels like to be going through high school drama. This is not necessarily how high school drama plays out. I th- and I think that that is something that Glee did well in its better moments. We're not talking about Glee. We're not talking yeah, about Glee. Let's not bring up no, a terrible sorry, thing I was, when talking about was, a good thing. Sorry, I was thinking about their like sequences when they're in the hallway and they're like no. sort of in like, the weird like dreamy mode and how no. it's like, this isn't right but, like, this is capturing a feeling in, like, Bad using Maddie. the hallway as a space of transient, trans, like, transition. Bad. Okay, I'm done talking about Glee now. <laughs> Thank you. That was already too this much. This is a problem we have as a friend group every day. <laughs> is it a problem? 
<laughs> to talk about glee, yes. Right. <laughs> Wrong. I want to talk um, about Get Your Head in the Game as a song. Because yes. it is the second song on the show, it is the first mm-hmm. solo, and it is Troy's solo. We open with a duet, and we open with a diegetic duet. Mm-hmm. What diegesis is in musical theater is a diegetic song is being performed by the characters as people. The people around them are aware that they are singing and they are aware that music is happening and like the people are singing on purpose. A non-diegetic song only exists for the audience and to convey the plot and emotions for the characters. So the first song is diegetic because Troy and Gabriella really are singing karaoke mm-hmm. in the ski lodge. And then Get Your Head in the Game is non-diegetic because the basketball boys are not actually singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. Troy is processing this whole, like, his new romantic feelings for Gabriella as well as his interest in, like, singing and performance. And... um Troy's arc in this movie is realizing that humans are inherently like Venn diagrams. Like you don't have to just be one thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And so his first solo uses his first interest, basketball, as a musical element in his new interest in performance, like as percussion instruments, right? And Mm -hmm. like he's still pausing and moving into a more operatic style, like for the Mm -hmm. solo moments, because he's separating Mm -hmm. them so harshly in his brain. Mm -hmm. Also, Chad said musical theater doesn't have hip hop or rock right before this song happens. And this song literally has a hip hop breakdown in it and like breakdancing Mm -hmm. elements. So that's fun. Also appreciate how this is like Troy's solo, and the first thing he does is say "Coach said to fake right," mm-hmm. and it's like even his like solo moment. At least like at this point, the first thing that he's able to do is like I am going to like replicate and like repeat the norm mm-hmm. while acknowledging like that what I am doing is fake, but I am still going to do it mm-hmm. because Coach said. And right now, all that he is capable of in his character arc is repeating the words of Coach. Mm-hmm. Does he have a like first name? Like the repeated name? citation. Troy's dad, High School Musical. Like this is Jack Judith Butler in action. What? <laughs> his name is Jack. He's not worthy <laughs> of being Jack. That's a good name. <laughs> oh. Weirdly defensive of the name Jack, okay. It's one of my favorite names. Interesting. My cat is, one of my cats is named Jack. Uh, Then we get uh, the sign-up sheets for musical auditions, and Sharpay ostensibly has a crush on Troy, but Mm -hmm. fixates on Gabriella. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, she's not even trying to court him. She's trying to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Does she at all in this first movie ever actually really try to get Troy interested in her? Because it feels Absolutely like the whole not. movie she's just fixating on Gabriella, and yeah. that's just such an interesting choice for her, you know? <laughs> yeah, like she talks a lot about like oh Troy Bolton, Troy Bolton, but never really puts that into action at all. She doesn't think of him as a person. He's a status symbol and, like, a symbol of the hegemony that she wants to prop up. 
Mm-hmm. Like, this happens a lot in the second movie where she's like, he's the most popular boy in school. I'm the most popular girl in school. Therefore, we should be together. It's not that he that she's interested in him or that he is attractive to her. This is just a thing that people do when they are in the system. Poor mm-hmm. repressed This is lesbian. how you do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An interesting to me also that like she is ostensibly like you said Troy's sort of other like counterpoint on the other side of the system like the other point of the binary but is notably less successful at navigating it I think she is on the system side and expects all of the pieces to fall into place but the system only works if people are operating by the rules like she just wants the rules Mm -hmm. to happen whereas Troy Mm -hmm. is very aware of the rules and therefore can navigate around them Mm mm-hmm she thinks that it's real. It's weird that she thinks that so strongly when she has Ryan for a brother. <laughs> uh, when I was watching this with Delia, she kept being... Hi, Delia, by the way. Hi, Delia. Come on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, how weird the relationship is. Like, the ways in which they consistently, like, are replicating, like being a couple mm-hmm. and like the ways that they do that both of them seem to be doing that but un- as a way to avoid having to participate like in the system like socially she is like and we're not being weird socially like she is <laughs> essentially like dating her brother and he's dating her Like, they are paired up, like, in song, in, like, sort of how they seem to function in the school. But the reason that they both seem to be doing that is that it's because that way they don't have to, like, actually date someone, like, of the, like, opposite side of, like, the binary. Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting, I feel like, that they seem to be making that choice unconsciously while both being like two of the most like obviously queer characters and again it's like troy is doing even though troy is single um he is much more successfully like again playing the system whereas they are making the system weird through their unconscious like oh we're not going to participate in this we are just going to look like we are participating in it mm-hmm. did that make sense yeah well said <laughs> which is why like okay chad and taylor want everyone to be in their boxes and they are well they are welcoming to people who want to come into the box and play the game right mm-hmm. but ryan and sharpay see gabriella who doesn't have a box yet moving into their box into the musical theater box and are like "Mm, no that's a threat actually because (laughs) any movement on the scale in their on their side of the binary is going to displace things and so Mm. that's why Sharpay is immediately like no Gabriella you go in the science box actually Mm -hmm. because we have this thing going and it's a very delicately balanced system and we don't want anyone rocking Mm -hmm. the boat And I think that potentially part of why, like, the the sporty science sections are able more to, um, 
like accommodate movement is that they seem to to a lesser degree than Troy but still demonstrate like an awareness and a flexibility like mm-hmm. when Taylor has that um internalized misogyny moment where she's talking about how cheerleaders are bad yeah and she and Gabrielle like walk through the crowd of cheerleaders and she like takes up this like fake cheerleader voice of oh my god Troy Bolton so hot da 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 and like for a minute kind of like is able to inhabit that box mm-hmm. if like only on a surface level and I think that that is showing the same, like, we're aware that this is happening. We're able to absorb things partially because we know what we're operating in. And we know how it operates. Like, we can, like, I don't think that code switch is the right, right word, but we can, I think that code like, switching applies. Yeah. Okay. Like, we can affect, like, certain, um, like, certain practices of other boxes because we have this awareness of the system. Mm-hmm. And even though they're not playmaking the system the way that Troy is, they do have that awareness that stabilizes it, which Tro- which Troy, excuse me, which Sharpay and Ryan don't. Mm-hmm. Then we get this amazing moment with Troy and his dad where uh, Troy is like, what if I want to try something new? And Jack Bolton is like, that's great as long as you stay in the box, as long as it's something new in basketball, mm-hmm. as long as you well- remain my perfect basketball son. He's such mm-hmm. a dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say about him. <laughs> Platonic mm-hmm. ideal of a dad. <laughs> like, imagine if he had a daughter. What would he even talk to her about? <laughs> Volleyball. I don't know. Cheerleading. Because... But he wouldn't want to talk about cheerleading. He could coach the girls' basketball team. Genuinely, I think that if Troy was a cis girl, then they would just be on the girls' basketball team. Mm. I was thinking about uh, this in context of Troy Bolton trans. Uh Mm -hmm. And this is not a fully realized thought, but because I think that if this were, like, the plot, then Troy would be further along than he is in terms of, like, gender. Mm -hmm. But um, if we have, like trans mask troy who has like already transitioned as like a preteen or whatever Mm -hmm. and that is part somehow of like the i absolutely like need to like perform this for my dad yeah, the ways in which oh. binary trans people must mm-hmm. overcommit to traditional gender yes. roles uh-huh. in order to be seen as legitimate. Yeah, yeah yes. I see that. That wasn't my reading, but that slaps. Yeah. In my head, Troy non-binary means that meeting Gabriella and realizing... Because, like, the other thing about Gabriella and the binary is that mm-hmm. it is... It doesn't quite map onto Troy's whole thing because she doesn't actually want to be on the science team. She is forced mm-hmm. into doing that by peer pressure. Mm-hmm. And like is interested in the musical theater thing, but like as a hobby, as something that's like self-expression and casual. She genuinely just wants to exist. She says over and over again that she doesn't want to join any clubs yet and she doesn't want to be in a clique. Um, Mm -hmm. and so she is like more comfortable in this like 
limbo space between the boxes than she would be in either of those places. And so Troy seeing Gabriella, who ostensibly should be in a box or should be in the place where he is at, where she's struggling against the walls of the box, just sort of vibing, is the equivalent of when you are young and you meet like a queer adult or like you're 14 and you meet like a queer 17 year old for the first time Mm. and you start exploring yourself and everybody starts saying that they turned you. Mm. Like the equivalent of figuring out that queerness is a thing that exists and the plot of this movie is Troy processing that and figuring out where he exists on the spectrum outside of the boxes. Mm-hmm. Gabrielle is like, I don't care about the boxes. And Troy is like, it, by the end of it, is like, what if there weren't fucking boxes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if I was not actively harmed by all these stupid boxes mm-hmm. that you guys love so much? Mm-hmm. Which also, I think, is a nice reading for like why Gabriella is in some ways like more of a flat character than Troy is because Mm -hmm. like she's already had like the development of like boxes boxes eh, and therefore does not like need to go through the same really dynamic growth that Troy does Mm -hmm. that's true they should have given her something else to develop (laughs) through but nope (laughs) when is her first solo because like if troy's is sketch ahead in the game like does she have one until um her sad breakup yeah yeah see she doesn't get like a a character thing yeah and that breakup song is about not just her relationship with troy but like the fact that she has trusted someone like we get the idea that she hasn't really held on to any friendships from her previous school mm. and she like mm. isn't trying to make friends like Taylor sort of foists herself upon her and like mm-hmm. she gets this fairy tale like singing karaoke with this random guy and then suddenly he's in her new high school with Troy and so latches on to him as a friend uh, and mm-hmm. as, and as a love interest and so that breakup song like the lyrics are less about like actually being like heartbroken in a, in a romantic sense but more like trust has been violated she's like oh no i actually thought that i could have a relationship with someone have a like a social connection in this way and i simply cannot i was wrong this person is not who i thought that they were Hmm. also interesting that um this is a moment when gabriella starts to sing about having to pretend again Mm -hmm. or like now she has to pretend whereas previously she didn't Mm-hmm. High school does that and... to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like almost a... Re- if we're reading her as the person who has like stepped into the in-between of the boxes, or at least has tried to, this is like a backwards step. Yeah. This is her figuring out that you can't actually do that in the system. While the system still exists, you can't actually live outside of it. Mm. The next thing that I have in my notes is about their audition. Um, Troy, like, doing his Ocean's Eleven thing through the school to get to this audition and then not going up is, like, you get yourself really psyched up to go to a meeting at the LGBTQ student union and then you just stand in the doorway the whole time and don't make eye contact. (laughs) 
Aww. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. Wait. <laughs> and then Gabriella is the friend who has anxiety until her friend also has anxiety. Gabriella will say that you ordered no pickles. Mm-hmm. But she cannot ask for her own food. <laughs> Gabriella will stop you from hiding behind a mop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also really cute in that scene how she is the one who is like oh hi i sing maybe and they're like no you need a partner and that's the thing that like spurs troy into action Mm -hmm. is like supporting her Mm -hmm. um and how she sort of simultaneously brings him forward but is also like giving him this out of like oh I'm actually just at this meeting because my friend is here. <laughs> I don't have a personal investment. I'm an ally. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's really cute. They're a nice couple. I will say, um, very unprofessional to rearrange a song from the show that you're auditioning for for your audition. Not how that works. Sharpay. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, everything she does is incredibly rude, honestly. <laughs> so... Really interesting as well, again, because I think Kelsey Sharpay College AU, it's going to be my thing for this whole episode, I'm so sorry, is the extent to which, like, she wants to be, like, I am successful, I'm theater, da-da-da, but, like, all of these practices, like, I'm going to rearrange this thing, are, like, would immediately just get you, like, booted mm-hmm. in the real theater world. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's something there, again, about how, like, Sharpay is trying so hard that in trying, she, like, pushes herself almost, like, out of the box that she is trying so desperately to inhabit. Mm -hmm. Like, she wants the game to play itself and to, like, conveyor belt her to victory rather than actually using the rules to her advantage. Hmm. If she had just let Gabriella and Troy audition and, like, be their understudies, none of this shit would have happened. Yeah. True. Doesn't this show have supporting leads? Like, any given, uh, like, traditional uh, musical will have four leads, like the primaries and the secondaries, or the, the leads, and then the supporting. Just just let the two of them be the supporting leads. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Or you be the Or you be the supporting leads. It's fine. Diversify your portfolio, ma'am. Play an ingenue. Yeah. In that, like, total lack of confidence, where she believes that if anyone else auditions, Mm -hmm. that means she will not get it. Yeah, it's a threat. Mm -hmm. Again, the status quo is very delicately balanced. Mm-hmm. It's so delicate. And why? Calm down. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because it matters. Mm -hmm. They've decided that it matters. (laughs) Silly. Also happening in the scene. Oh, sorry. Now, no, you go. My thing is not hashtag deep. I was just gonna say that this is the first of Kelsey's uh, real cute little gay outfits. Yes, hoodie (laughs) combo happening. Yes, she has such good outfits. You want me to believe that this child is heterosexual? Absolutely not. Also, she's like a baby, and she's like arranging songs and like writing a musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what? Kelsey? <laughs> Talented prodigy? Hello? That's is... really glossed over, honestly. Yeah. 
So my theater group in college did all original stuff because we could not afford to do the to option the rights for things and we didn't want to do like public domain stuff. Is this theater program underfunded as such that Kelsey must write the musical <laughs> because they can't get the rights to like our town or something? They definitely they have don't a have lot a lot of... of What were you going to say, Maddie? <laughs> I think we were going to say fully contradictory things. So did I! Oh my right, god, I was, I was going to say because they have to force like this basketball team to make all of their props during detention. That is not something... Can you imagine volunteering to do something fun after school, like painting sets because you like to do that shit, and then that same activity is being used as detention for other students? Can you, the amount of psychic damage. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, their sets are really big. Like, they're Mm. quite elaborate. Like, they do need to be painted. But, like, I think that, like, my read is that this school has a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And that, like, because, like, look at their huge ass, like, fancy looking shop setup as well. Like, they seem to have an entire drama class. But does the theater department have access to that money? I mean, I think, like, the third movie, which we're not talking about, they have a massive budget. Yes. But for this first movie, I don't think the theater department has much of a budget at all. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure, doesn't, like, the director lady even say that? Yeah, Darvis says during the confrontation with Jack Bolton and the principal after the boys are in detention, she says that the sports teams are more highly favored than, like, the arts clubs. Yeah, and I think that's clear to me from just, I don't know, like, they have Mm. to reuse, it felt like, old props of other things also in this first movie. Isn't that what every theater does? Yeah, but it... Just reuse stuff? Like, I thought that their setup looked really advanced. I mean, I think it looks pretty standard. They've got flies, which would be, like, fancy for a high school theater program. Um, But if the equipment's there, you can use it. Mm. I mean, I didn't think, like, they were super struggling. You're right. The final product looked fine. Mm -hmm. I just also don't think they have a lot of money either. Mm -hmm. What if they used to have a lot of money? But as sports have ascended at the school, they have come to have less money. Mm -hmm. And potentially that is part of the the drama teacher coach deep, uh, like, issues that they have with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that, like, he has been slowly taking money from her fund. Mm -hmm. Backstory unlocked. (laughs) <laughs> we also haven't talked about the theater teacher at all so far Mrs. Jarvis yeah and she's so much and she's so I much. love her I always wished uh Troy's dad was single because um <laughs> no <laughs> no she is Kelsey's gay mentor <laughs> she is the gay adult that Kelsey eats lunch with instead of going to the cafeteria she could be bi okay this is Schuvelster all over again. <laughs> this is you. Um, they want what yeah. Schuvelster has. 
We could never. The raw sexual magnetism of Sue Velstra. You know what we didn't need to do is bring up Glee again. (laughs) God. Glee does not exist without High School Musical coming out. Hot take. That's true. No, that is not a hot take, Hal. That is just facts. (laughs) I hate that. I hate that. I'm so upset. Thank you. I have another note about diegesis here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in any given show, generally all of the songs will either be diegetic or non-diegetic. Usually when it's a show like this one that is about musical theater, then you'll have this mix. The way that this show uses like some some songs are diegetic and some songs are non-diegetic is really fun um Mm. like it floats between them for individual numbers and the song that uh gabby and troy sing just like with kelsey while they're by themselves i think floats a little bit in between diegetic and non-diegetic as we get like the big effects that you would have in a uh non-diegetic song but, like, clearly they are, like, actually singing in this room because Darvis hears them. Mm-hmm. This musical's this non-binary is, just... is what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah! God. It's thematic. so right. The high school musical movies are genu- genuinely very, like, musically sophisticated. And they use the genre of musical theater to tell their tell their story very well. And I like it. They're musically sophisticated, except for, like, the mixing of the songs, where they all sound like they are singing into tin cans. <laughs> are uh, your speakers good? I did not. I did not get that. What? No, no, because you can literally hear, like, the, the difference in, because, like, the last song is notably better mixed than many of the preceding songs. Hmm. Get you a new game, you mean? No, uh, we're all in this together is like oh. a lot better mix. Oh, well, that's because it's it's the award it. bait song. <laughs> that was going to happen anyway. But like, it does highlight how, like... I mean, this first movie did not have a big budget. <laughs> Let's be clear. Yeah. I, I think that you can hear it in the songs. I wasn't listening that critically, so I couldn't mm. say. We all know how Adam feels about musical theater. <laughs> Oh my god. I like High School Musical, so hop off. If you want us to ever do a musical on this show again, you have to give us $25 on Patreon because otherwise it won't happen. Specifically for my emotional damages. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We still have to do Singing in the Rain. God. We also, if we're... Wait, are we going to do Glee on this show? No. Have we done it? We're not. Mm. We're not doing Glee. Maddie, do you okay. hate me? Have I done something <laughs> to you? <laughs> okay, last Glee I'm... reference. Last Glee reference on the episode. Because after that, we have to start doing Pitch Perfect references. I have only seen the first Pitch Perfect movie. I, I haven't mean, seen any of them, but I do think that it what? fits into this, like, <laughs> cultural moment of, like, musical high school thingies. Like, I think that it's part of Do you of think that Pitch Perfect Maddie takes with... place in high school? No, Maddie? it's New College. I know that. <laughs> Maddie. But it's still, like... Also, it's Pitch still... Perfect is queer baiting, so we should do it on this show. It is really bad. Ugh. 
<laughs> Anna Kendrick pretty, so we should do it on this show. When we mm-hmm. finish this episode, you need to sit down and watch Pitch Perfect, okay? That's my homework to you. <laughs> you do not have the authority. Absolutely um, not. I do not accept this homework. Unless you're saying that you'll watch Party Pitch Perfect with us. <laughs> in which case. <laughs> it's a good movie. Acting like it's bad. I'm like, glee. <laughs> anyway. There's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend Man. Discount Greg is in that movie. Oh my god. We are so far from High School Musical now. We need to come back. <laughs> the Let's most return. important song in the mm-hmm. movie happens next. Ezekiel, my son who I raised, (gasps) is here. I wish he was in the first movie more. Yes. He doesn't do Mm -hmm. very much, unfortunately. He makes creme brulee. This is true. (laughs) He holds some creme brulee. (laughs) Charvet realizes that the sanctity of the boxes has been violated, and she starts a whole group number about it. And it slaps. The other thing that I have written here is is that Apple Pandowdy is way harder than Crim Brulee. Uh, this song is also very entertaining to listen to, so I enjoy listening to it. That note isn't important, but I'm just saying it anyway. <laughs> it is, it's very I think it's fun. very important that you found a song that you can actually allow your ears to process. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, all of these characters, like all of the individual clicks... Like, their person says, I have something to say, and they are down to listen to them until they come out as (laughs) non-binary. And then Mm. they're immediately like, uh, no, we live in this extremely stratified society. What are you doing? They do live in New Mexico. Say more, Autumn. Is New Mexico a totalitarian (laughs) state? And I didn't know. I just meant, like... It generally, at least, okay, my friend who lives in New Mexico uh, does like to... I know a New Mexican. Oh my god. (laughs) I was just gonna say that she's complained to me before about how everyone around her is, like, extremely conservative. That's all I was gonna say. Uh, Okay. We could say that that is part of this timeline that we're working out where they have seceded from the U.S. Mm -hmm. They could be in a small miniature dictatorship down there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Amazing. And that's why Troy's dad is so invested in the binary, because all of larger society is invested in the binary. Mm. Or he's just a bad dad. He He can can be be a bad dad for a reason. Because society has made him that way. Do we ever meet Troy's mom? In the second one. She doesn't have a first name. Do anything. (laughs) She just exists. Yeah. Mm. She's just a woman. (laughs) Mm. So we don't think that Jack Bolt is gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we, no, so we don't ship him with (laughs) the theater lady. But that doesn't stop me. (laughs) Okay. Chad is really dramatic. it's... Trad is really dramatic for someone who doesn't like musical theater, is what I will say. Maddie, what were you saying? I'm crafting a story about Troy's dad going to therapy and coming out later in life. I don't think we need to talk about it. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the last time we watched these movies, we were all supposed to write fan fiction, and you didn't write yours, so. I know. <laughs> I'm, it, I know. I take responsibility. It is bad and sad. But I take a long time to write things. Who doesn't? You. I take a long time. That's not true. Is that true? 
Al, you write so fast. Mm. It's very impressive. This is, this it's is scary. not a podcast about how fast I write fan fiction. Yeah, okay, uh, wait, let's come back. It is back. a Hal let's Appreciation podcast, though. It is, a, it is not the Hal Appreciation podcast. <laughs> I would die. It can be. Gabriella says, do you ever feel like there's this whole other person inside of you just looking for a way to come out? And Taylor says, no, I'm cis. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's how that conversation mm-hmm. goes. That's literally what they said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Can't believe true. you just quoted the script like that. <laughs> then we get the scene of Troy revealing his little hidey hole up on the roof in the like science garden to Gabriella, and she talks about how she was bullied for being a math geek. And like that's what throws her off the boxes, right? Like she fits into the math geek box and then gets bullied for being in the box. And it's like, well, why am I even like bothering with this dumb box? I hate this box. It does not serve me. It doesn't I cannot thrive in the box. Goodbye box. Then we get Troy uh missing practice, gets guilt tripped by his dad. His dad says, uh like Troy is like, I miss practice, so I'm gonna like do my drills. And his dad is like, well, your team certainly deserves a little bit of effort from you. And if an adult had said that to my high school self, I would have gone home. To where his dad also is. <laughs> his Absolutely no, no escape. escape for Troy Bolton. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. And then Gabriella comes out and they have a really like cute little moment. And his dad is like, you're having a cute moment with a pretty girl? No. Mm-hmm. And this is why it fits into the metaphor of meeting another queer person for the first time. Because his dad is like, this girl is corrupting you. Mm-hmm. This conversation is incredibly queer-coded that they have. This is yeah. where this is where we get, uh, you're a playmaker, not a dancer, and, or not a mm-hmm. singer. And Troy's like, why can't I be both? Troy said bi people exist. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just, I can't believe the audacity of his, they're being so cute. Mm-hmm. Just imagine seeing that and being like, actually, I'm going to ruin this for my child. Actually, the thing that matters is sport. Yes. Yeah. Which you're also still on the court, like, doing. Like, it's not like Troy is leaving with Gabriella. Like, they're actively talking about basketball. <laughs> yeah. Like, Gabriella is... Also can shoot first of all and like seems to be taking an interest in something that is important to Troy mm-hmm. healthy good nice because again he's not like abandoning the sports thing he wants to do the sports thing and also mm-hmm. yeah and he hasn't like proven that he can't do both well so mm-hmm. I don't understand where his dad is getting this from yeah the two things like are not in conflict at all until they move the audition to be the same day as like the practice Mm -hmm. and like it's also just an audition like it's not as though now troy actually has to split his time between basketball and musical theater which i could understand being a conflict because those are both really big time commitments especially if he is the lead in both Mm -hmm. but like it's an audition for a show that is going to happen after the game which mm-hmm. is like the big tournament game and the season is over. But the system dictates that you can only be in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And, like, also, is this the point where his dad yells at him about, like, scholarships, too? Mm Mm-hmm. As if, like, colleges want you to have, like, a diverse range of activities that you do. Yeah. You will be a better candidate if you can be like, I was the lead in the musical and I did sports. They'll be like, cool, multifaceted. We want you more now. Yeah. Which you would think his dad, as a coach would understand since presumably he writes a lot of letters of rec for like all the basketball players Mm -hmm. probably bad letters the system gives you brain worms Mm. i bet they are bad letters i bet the theater teacher writes amazing letters (laughs) her name is darvis (laughs) darvis yeah i cannot absorb that she's just the theater teacher yeah i don't know why i can't remember that i'm gonna write it down hold on <laughs> yeah so prepared ryan and sharpay and uh-huh. taylor and chad are both on the side of preserving the hegemony preserving the status quo but they cannot process each other as being aligned because mm. the walls of the boxes are in the way their cliques are diametrically opposed, and therefore they can never agree on anything. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Then the intervention happens. Oh, but first there's a cute little mon- uh, montage of uh, Troy and Gabriella making time to, like, sing together, right? Yes, this is true. Yes. I just think that we should acknowledge that cute montage, because it's cute. <laughs> and it's nice. Troy is singing... In a stairwell, presumably because it's too on the nose to have him sing in a closet. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible place, by the way, to do a clandestine activity. Like, that will echo up through, like, every floor. He needs the acoustics. That's not a good acoustic. I've done some of my best goofing off in stairwells. Say more, Hal. (laughs) I have no more information for you. just drops that and runs away (laughs) i don't know what you want me to describe you're best goofing off these kids are so dedicated to the status quo that they trick and manipulate their friend into saying mean things about the girl that he likes on camera yes with by the way that like 2006 massive clunky web camera Mm-hmm. It makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> they also went to so much effort for this, and I feel like there were easier ways to prevent them from performing in a musical. Mm-hmm. I just so much. You could just normal bully them. Yeah, that's true. Why did they do that? I think that if they normal bully them, then they stop being able to frame themselves as the heroes of the narrative. This is true. Or as in this context, they're like, we are just revealing the truth, the truth of how Troy feels, uh, the truth of like the way that the system is. We'll even get Troy to say it because Troy is like the leader of the system. But he only became the leader because he knows how to manipulate it so well. Uh Uh-huh. Which he's doing here. Yes, because, like, he fully has no intention of following through on, like, anything that he says. He, like, no. immediately waltzes up to Gabriella like, hey, hey. In order to, to exist in this system and not lose your mind, you have to lie. And that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great for the story. It's not great that he, he's so stressed <laughs> all the time. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but it, and also, I think that this is a very, like, 
teenage narrative satisfy mm-hmm. way to do it. You know, like the, oh my god, caught on camera. Like, it doesn't require a lot of nuance. Mm-hmm. And I think that characters watching characters doing things and reacting is fun. Mm-hmm. The science team, meanwhile, is having their own intervention. But whereas, like, the sports boys are trying to inspire Troy with, like, talking about other veteran players and, like, trying to hype him up, Taylor and the, and the science kids are just tearing Troy down. They're like, he's holding you back. You are better mm-hmm. than this. Without actually, like, lifting her up. Also, a lot of the women that Taylor gives is, like, examples of of like successful women fully had husbands Mm -hmm. like their stories don't contradict gabriella's at all yeah like i remember eleanor roosevelt is one of them Mm -hmm. and it's like one queer (laughs) two (laughs) big supporter of the arts Mm -hmm. frida kahlo also Mm mm-hmm Yeah, bad choices for her. Very, like, random that, like, many of these women are not scientists either. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, did did you just Google, like, They they ran out of women scientists after Madame Curie. (laughs) (laughs) They did. Yeah. You hate to see it. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Also went to all the trouble of making that little, like, evolution diagram, mm-hmm. which is very funny, and of photoshopping Troy's head onto a poster badly, even though there are many posters of Troy playing basketball clearly available. <laughs> Their choice was one. better, though. <laughs> it's like bobblehead. Yeah. I, I think it's very funny, but also, guys... Mm-hmm. These posters look like they are available to everyone who goes to pep rallies. <laughs> but this way, he looks even more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. True. Also in the scene uh, when, like, Troy joins the boys out outside for, like, hype-up time, he's wearing a blue shirt. Yeah. In a sea of red shirts. Also, mm-hmm. Gabriella wears shades of blue throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Visual symbolism. Color theory. <laughs> uh, so the two of them meet up again. Troy is approaching the situation like it's fine, because as far as he knows, it is fine. Gabriella doesn't know what he said, and he knows that he was lying. Gabriella breaks mm-hmm. up with him. We get the sad, sad breakup song. Mm-hmm. She gets one a movie, and they're all great. Mm-hmm. The next note that I have is, yeah, Chad, turns out making your boy break up with the girl he likes makes him sad. What did you think was going to happen? Taylor and Chad, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, like, I love how they're like, oh, maybe this was a bad thing to do. And it's like, trap your friends, (laughs) film them, ambush them. them. (laughs) Chad, you expect to be like dumb because that's just what his character is in this movie but taylor is supposed to be smart Mm -hmm. so i don't get it but she thinks that gabriella will be better off this way Mm -hmm. she thinks that gabriella will automatically snap to her side of the binary and it just isn't happening because the two of them don't fit in the boxes 
I also can actually believe this more of Taylor than of Chad, because Taylor does not actually know anything about Gabriella. Mm-hmm. And has mm. all, basically at no point really shown anything other than like a utilitarian, like, you're smart, you'll help us win the tournament interest in her. Whereas Chad is meant to be like Troy's BFF. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Who would That's be like point. potentially misguided, but at least like have some emotional something. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that Taylor, I feel like has demonstrated a lot of internalized misogyny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And therefore it seems more like, yeah, this this will track for, like, how she views, like, what, how Troy is stupid. Liking boys is stupid. Like, better, or specifically liking jocks is stupid. They will, you will just be better now. Mm-hmm. Troy, uh, subsequently, has lost his mojo, is just, like, throwing balls at the basket in his backyard unsuccessfully. Dramatically flops on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> Not well, a movie a- if Zac Efron doesn't flop on the grass. <laughs> this is where it started. The original grass flop. <laughs> we also get some balcony foreshadowing from Gabriella. Mmm. <laughs> Uh, this scene where the boys find Troy in his hiding place on the roof, he looks so annoyed. He is utterly devastated. He's like, this is a space that I curated that doesn't have y'all in it. Specifically mm-hmm. because it doesn't have y'all in it. Get off of my roof. Mm-hmm. This is the boys like realizing that they made a mistake Zeke has bagels. Yeah, I love that little moment from Zeke. Like, you should have a baked good. Mm-hmm. It might make you feel better before what we tell you. And honestly, he's right. Yeah. yeah. Which also implies that the boys have accepted Zeke's baking hobby. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a shame. Like, I feel that there is no Zeke equivalent in the science club, where it's like, here is mm-hmm. a supporting character that, like, serves as kind of like a here's, like, what the group is doing versus, like, what main person and, like... I don't even know that main person and their sidekick works because Chad and Taylor don't actually, like, map onto each other. Like, Taylor is the Troy equivalent in the group. Like, Mm -hmm. she's the leader, not the leader's best friend. But Chad and Taylor are both the black best friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they have to be love interests in the next two movies, even though they hate each other in this one. Is, and they have to, like, pair up and dance off together at the end. Like, again, just despite nothing in common in any way, shape, or form. No. They have no chemistry together. None. Absolutely none. They don't mm-hmm. like each other. Like, Taylor is like, ah, yes, a trophy boy. And Chad is like, oh, I guess I have a girlfriend now. She's pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, they really should be, like awkwardly both friends of the main couple who unfortunately have to interact at like parties and moments Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. would be very funny to see them as best man and maid of honor who are like oh my god now i have have to sit next to him at the table (laughs) oh my god that's who they were meant to be this is awful we have to be in the photos yeah that's who they're set up to be in this film Mm -hmm. Taylor's like, sorry, we manipulated you for our own gain, baby. Can we still be friends? 
I'm batting my eyelashes Absolutely a lot. Not. You can't hear me. <laughs> you can't oh, see we me. hear it. <laughs> I would never talk to Taylor again if I was Gabriella. Yeah. I know. And it's you like, made me she's... break up with my boyfriend. I sung a whole song about that. I was I was emotionally devastated for 48 hours. Which is a huge deal in high school. Yeah, go hang out with Kelsey instead. Like, you can make other friends. And she does make other friends in the next one. I mm-hmm. love her and Ryan as friends so much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's really good. The next thing that happens is uh, Troy goes to apologize to Gabriella, talks to her mom. Gabriella, Gabriella's mom does that thing where she like silently checks on, she's like, Troy makes eye contact with Gabriella. Gabriella shakes her head and uh, her mom is like, Gabriella is studying. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent parenting. Yes. So much better than Troy's dad. She also, like, when Troy climbs up on the balcony and starts singing, she, like, there is no way that her parents do not hear that happening in their backyard. <laughs> but they are good parents who are like, okay, something's happening here. Mm-hmm. We are not going to ruin our daughter's moment with a boy who apparently climbed onto an entire balcony for her. They let her have the be- the bedroom with the balcony. You thought nobody was going to romantically climb that? Mm-hmm. Love interests in movies will see a balcony and they will be like, is anyone going to romantically climb that? And they will not <laughs> wait for an answer. And they're right. I support them a thousand percent every single time. Like, why does Troy have basketball muscles if not to use them to climb up onto a balcony? Exactly. The thing that he does here is genuinely very romantic. He, like, calls her mm-hmm. on the phone, gets up onto the balcony, and is like, Please let me do this thing for you, which hopefully will prove that I wasn't lying. Um, or I wasn't lying to you. I was lying to my friends. Mm-hmm. The line that he has is like, the guy you met on vacation is way more me than the guy who said those things. Like, you are witnessing the persona I have to put on sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if I was Gabriella. I would not want to date a boy who talks shit about me to his friends when I'm not there. But he wasn't talking, he wasn't even talking shit about, like, the real her. He was talking shit about the version of her that exists in his friends' heads. And he was doing it for a purpose. He wasn't just, like, talking shit to talk shit, like, the leisure activity. He was trying to get them to leave him alone. And, like, that's what he says in the scene. They're always writing him about the musical, and so he just Mm -hmm. does this thing to get them to leave him alone, and then he can go back Mm -hmm. to his new normal, which is hanging out with Gabriella and doing musical theater. Yeah. Like, I think he does owe her an apology. Yes. But that also, like, it is perfectly reasonable to be like i understand the circumstances and i accept your apology and we can move forward from this point with the understanding that you're not going to do it again Mm -hmm. like i think that that is healthy relationship and growth perhaps i don't know i mean he hasn't really proven at this point that he won't do it again but he promises and he sings a little song and he brings the little, like, the song with the arrangement and stuff to be like, here's a sign of, like, my commitment to you. He says, it's a pairs audition. Mm-hmm. He said, I can't mm-hmm. do it without you, Gabby. Also, he's just using her. No! <laughs> this is the <laughs> thing. This is the thing that they do together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. 
I'm not a huge fan of them as a couple. You know how we do this podcast? <laughs> oh, how sometimes people do things together because they mutually enjoy them? Listen, like, I just don't... As a couple, like, why can't they just be friends? Because <laughs> they're in love. Because they're in love! <laughs> I, I don't see that Gabrielle is in love with him. She sang a whole song! Mm. We do know how Autumn feels song. about the songs and musicals, though. That's true, oh, she doesn't again. pay attention. <laughs> Look, I don't know. Like, throughout the course of these three movies, they break up so many times, and it's always this huge That's because they're 16. And, like, yeah. you're in high school anyway, so it's not going to last regardless. So, They go to college know. next to each other. I think, I think that they are high school sweethearts who make it. I think it's too toxic at that point. Just find I think someone they else. Make it. No. Mm. I, I think, think that maybe I want to believe I want to believe in love. Yeah. Anyway, um that's not I do f- relevant. <laughs> I yes, I do think that according to your logic autumn no one can ever do anything wrong in a relationship or the whole relationship is bad mm-hmm. and that is unsustainable. Mm. I didn't say that no one can do anything wrong in a relationship. But you were like, Troy apologized and said he won't do it again. And you're like, how do we know he won't? Because he said so. That's all you can do. Wait, we gotta... Hang on. Hang on. (laughs) Every single time they break up, it is because outside forces are meddling. Every single time. It is either because of the system or or people who are trying to make them be a part of the system. Every single time. Okay, but still, um, Gabrielle is always very quick to be like, mm, it's getting too difficult and like this isn't going to last anyway. Might as well cut ties now. And then That's because her whole life, she has never spent more than a semester in the same place. She's never had a long-term anything except her and her mom. Yeah. She is so afraid of being hurt. That she's like, well, gotta get out of here. I'm not saying they still can't have, like, a really deep bond and stay in touch and have a good relationship. I just don't see why that relationship has to be romantic. Because they see their karaoke in the snow, Autumn. Mm -hmm. It was so romantic. Mm -hmm. That's why. Okay. Y'all are allowed to have your opinion. So Sharpay is realizing that everything is falling apart. And her... Mm -hmm reaction is to manipulate things so that the decathlon and the basketball game happen on the same night as the audition she like moves the audition from friday to thursday when those other two things are happening kelsey overhears this and because kelsey is in our metaphor sis but a trans ally Mm -hmm. is is here to like try to help this situation she like breaks the news to everyone and chad is inspired to violence like he became an ally and immediately was like let's burn this motherfucker down (laughs) yeah good for chad also chad be being very like actually now that i know that this is a thing i am so incredibly invested i'm gonna go to every gsa meeting i'm an ally (laughs) i'm such an ally and it's very much this is step one on your journey to you are also queer yeah (laughs) it really is he can dance (laughs) 
Also, just because we have not, I feel like, touched on this yet, I think that Troy's, like, sort of, like, big brother thing that he has going with Kelsey is really cute. Like, when he's, like, lifting her up at, like, Mm -hmm. the first audition, like, you're the playmaker. And, like, clearly, like, is, like, songs. Like, we like each other. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm really nice to you in a way that, like, Sharpay's not. I just... Like, I think it's really sweet, and I think that it's a good demonstration that, like, Troy is actually, like, a leader. Mm-hmm. Despite, like, the fact that he's been, like, pushed into, like, a sort of more toxic leadership role by the system, he is actually good at being like, oh, I see strengths in you. I want to elevate them. It is very good and wholesome. Yeah. Then we get the like getting along montage where the basketball boys endear themselves to the science club and the drama kids. The little part where it's exclamation point. It's adorable. <laughs> uh, before the game, Troy and his dad have a little heart to heart. Troy's dad is like, I want you to have fun as long as you're in the box. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the score is as long as the score exists. Also very like... All I want you to give me is you being happy. And which to me felt like very, like, I, like, this is just a slightly different form of pressure I'm putting on you. Where now you not only need to, like, uh, be in this, but you need to visibly like it too. Mm -hmm. In, like, a very manipulative sort of way. Mm -hmm. You are letting me down if you're not happy fucked up. Troy calls him coach before he calls him dad. Mm-hmm. Just want Troy to like go live a fulfilling life and coach like eight-year-old basketball players that Troy is just like, yeah, enjoy the game. Have fun. We're not even keeping score. You he guys. would be just so go good as like a camp counselor. I want him to be Yay. working at a theater camp so badly. <laughs> I love that for him. Why was he doing that in... Why was he working at a country club in the second movie not doing that? Because they were going to give him $500 a week to coach uh, Pee Wee Golf. Forgot about that. that. Uh, So auditions happen. There are machinations. Everyone works together to get the game ended and the decathlon ended on time for the audition. They arrive but darvis has already called everyone's name twice and so she's like no auditions are over and then the flood of people coming into this callback first of all would not be allowed not allowed to audition in front of anyone except the directors but like this image the most iconic of our time (laughs) yes just like just all their little friends Makes also, no sense, but we support it. I mean, none of this has made sense. Like, have, did you see them? They're hack already the doing billboard? the like audition process backwards. Like in initial auditions, you bring your own material, something that showcases like ha- what you are good at specifically. And then for callbacks, you would be assigned a song from the show so that the director can oh. see who uh, fits the material best. Mm. And they've done it the other way around. But it's fine. It works for the plot. Also, we have bop, 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 bop to the top in this moment. Yeah. Which is a Mm -hmm. hilarious song. (laughs) (laughs) Also, establishing the pattern of 
Sharpay and Ryan being a little bit appropriative with their song choices. Yes. Like, the, the like, Spanish moments are so My, bad. My, like, flamenca that they're trying to do. Yes. Which also, she's, like, certainly a choice. 15. They should not let her, like, do those things with her hips. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's fine. Those are just flamenca moves. Okay. I'm also setting up for the second movie the, like, uh, Sharpay Ryan conflict with like the bopping him Mm -hmm. down so she can get up which Mm -hmm. i think again Mm -hmm. like even the person who is purportedly sharpay's like closest ally and partner in like faking heterosexuality still like cannot be on equal footing with her has to be bopped down uh i am intrigued by the Zeke Sharpay scene at the end because Sharpay clearly again has latched onto a boy Mm -hmm. who can do something for her yes like she's not interested in Zeke as a person either Mm -hmm. absolutely not yeah like I wanna I want good things for Zeke so I want this to be a good moment for him but I'm also like don't exchange food for love go find someone who will Mm -hmm. make with you Zeke you deserve better. <laughs> he does deserve better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's so wholesome. I think he ends up with Martha at the end of the third one. Who? The, the, no. the hip-hop dancer. I thought he was still with Sharpay. Is that right? I don't he know. He can't. I, I didn't watch so. the third one. He can't. We <laughs> watched the third one together. Yeah, two years ago, dog. <laughs> They eventually, I thought, established Zeke and Sharpay as, like, Sharpay actually caring about Zeke as a person and stuff. Mm. And, like, it, it not being such a toxic relationship. But right here, definitely she doesn't care. And she literally says, like, I just like your food. So. Mm-hmm. Chad also asks Taylor out at the end of this movie. Poor guy. Does does he? Yeah, it's like the... Well, that's the when they're in the middle of the all in this together sequence right like when they're in like the gym and everyone is like one and stuff like isn't that where they like initially get sort of pushed together Mm -hmm. yeah it's just out of nowhere and doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. no not at all thank you for joining us for part one of our high school musical two-part special we will see you next week for high school musical two uh, Autumn, are you on the internet? Uh, theoretically, on Twitter, at autumnal underscore season. Maddie, are you on the internet? Uh, yes, but I think that the internet is better when we have a certain degree of privacy. Don't find me. <laughs> Love that yeah. for you. You can find the show at but is it underscore gay on Twitter. Our theme song is thanks to Enoff Music, E-N-O-F-F Music on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and stay gay. Bye.